I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Lloyd Matheson. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and obviously we're covering a lot of heavy things as it relates to international news and what is taking place in and around Ukraine. And all of those things are impacting real lives in real ways. And sometimes it's so easy for us to see that as being so far away and so distant that we need to remind ourselves what is really going on and what really matters the most. And as we look at our own battles here in the United States of America on a wide range of issues where we often seem to be divided, I think we're far less divided than what we hear and what we see and what we pick up on our social media feeds. And so it leads me to an interesting space. Uh, We we often talk about having that uh, creative energy and that uh, ability uh, to, to move forward in significant ways. And sometimes we just get exhausted. We get weary. And sometimes you you lose that edge or that sharpness or you start to wonder, man, is, do I really need to talk about this one more time? Uh, is this really important? Does, is this making a difference? And, and all of those things that kind of drain your energy. And, and even, you know, coming off of the Olympics where we were talking about swifter and higher and stronger uh, and that uh, endless chase of, of being the best. Uh, and all those pursuits are good. Uh, but sometimes in all of the chase of all of this, it, it keeps us a really safe distance away from a lot of the deeper things of life, things that happen at a much slower uh, pace and cause us to think just a little bit deeper. Uh, and so I want to explore one area today that I always go back to when I'm feeling drained or empty or feel like I'm just chasing and chasing and chasing and not getting anywhere. And the principle uh, is reverence. Now you may say, wait a minute, wait a minute. Reverence, what, what are we talking about reverence for? And I actually think it's a, it is a very vital virtue. And I want to be really clear as we start out. Uh, when I talk about uh, reverence, I am not uh, necessarily talking about a religion or any religion. Uh, I've experienced uh, reverence in a Shinto shrine, in a, an enormous cathedral, in a Buddhist temple, and in an old wooden chapel out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, and so reverence isn't tied to a single religion. It's equally uh, can be different from any religion. It has a lot more to do with this dynamic power within each of us individually. And you can experience it just about anywhere. Uh, I've experienced that feeling of energized reverence uh, just walking along a mountainside in the Scottish Highlands, uh, looking at a a beautiful lake, uh, hearing incredible music or singing, reading uh, great words from a poet or a philosopher or a prophet. Uh, And on many occasions, Uh, I simply feel that when I sit still long enough 
and just block out the noisy world around me. And so again, why? Why discuss reverence? And here's why. Because in our in our fast-forward world, we have forgotten, in many cases, what it means in our individual lives and what it means to society as a whole. Uh, I really believe that reverence fosters leadership and education and caring. Most important, I think, reverence kindles this warmth in friendships and families and in community life as a whole. And really, because without reverence, most things kind of fall apart. Uh, And this is fascinating to me. So the Greeks before Plato saw reverence as one of the bulwarks of their society. Think about that, uh, as reverence being one of the bulwarks of society. Without reverence, people do not know how to respect each other or how to respect themselves. And as we talk about all of the rumblings of war, without reverence, an army cannot tell the difference between what it is and a gang of bandits. Without reverence, we we can't explain why we should treat the natural world with respect. Uh, Without reverence, a a house is not a home, a boss is not a leader, an instructor is not a teacher. Uh, We have to find the seeds of reverence. Uh, which often are hidden, uh, and more often than not, they're hidden within ourselves. Uh, we have to nurture. We have to help that grow. And and sadly, I see this so often in our technology-driven society. Uh, reverence has just fallen off the the horizon. We're just not seeing it. We rely far too much on our, our intellectual vision. And so what we have to remember is that reverence gives meaning to so much of what we do day in and day out. Think of it this way. Uh, Without reverence, rituals are empty. Uh, Reverence is the difference between feeding time and family mealtime. Reverence is the difference between uh, eating food and dining with friends. Uh, Because as I often say, you can eat with anyone and food is just fuel. Uh, But you can only dine with really awesome people uh, by being very intentional. Uh, reverence is the difference between, you know, just uh, having a place to stay like a kennel versus living in a home. And without the the virtue of reverence and that slowing down, because what do you do when you feel reverence? You feel awe, you res- feel respect, you feel power. Uh, people just exist if we're just missing the meaning in the chase and the rat race of it all. And I firmly and passionately believe that it is very true that people who are losing their capacity to feel reverence and awe or wonder are in danger of losing a great deal more. And I'm going to say that again, (laughs) because people who are losing their capacity to feel, to feel reverence, to feel awe, to feel wonder are in danger of losing a great deal more. And sadly, we, we live in a society that often celebrates the irreverent. It's the obnoxious that we always highlight and talk about. And so we have to get to it at a, a little different way. Uh, we have to have reverence and respect. It's reverence that lies behind the civility and all the graces that make life not just bearable, uh, but absolutely wonderful. So here's the question for the day. When's the last time you felt reverence, awe, or wonder? Birth of a child, standing on a mountain, hearing some great music, looking at art? Find it in your world today. I guarantee you, it'll make a difference. 
I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires. That's reverence and awe. Say something that uplifts and do something today while you're at it. That'll make a difference. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.